This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Jeremy Stretton. Jeremy is the founder and chief executive officer at Business Legal Lifestyle. I'm sorry, let's scratch that. Business Legal Life Cycle. He's the author of the Amazon number one best-selling book, the business legal life cycle. Business legal life cycle worldwide's aim is to provide access to legal advice for all small to medium-sized businesses around the world. Jeremy lives in Brisbane, Australia, a dad of two awesome kids and loves to learn and help small business owners achieve their goals. Thanks so much for joining me today, Jeremy. Thanks for having me, Diane. I'm looking forward to it. I am as well. Um, Because, you know, this is a we're going to be talking about, you know, the legal side of business. And besides the fact that I think it's something that business owners avoid, which is something I want to talk to you about, um, that it's so weird to me that, that they don't, a lot of them don't even think that they need any sort of legal side of their business, you know, outside of picking their company name or something. So I'd actually like to start with why you think some business owners act, do that avoiding of getting legal advice for their business. Yeah, thanks, Stein. And um, it is something that is, is, I think, a huge problem in the small business community. And I, th- I see primarily two reasons. One, uh, people see it as a cost, not an investment. So they yeah. see going to a lawyer or an attorney as, as, as a cost that, that they can just avoid. And they can just get advice from their friends. You know, in Australia, we call it barbecue advice. Yeah, you're at a barbecue with a bunch of your mates and, and they'll, uh, yeah, they've done something some way. So you just do what they say and you'll do it their way. And so people will go, oh, well, I'll just do it that way. And so that's the first major problem. The second one is that, and I say this with all love for, for lawyers. I've been a lawyer for 20 years. <laughs> lawyers sometimes lord it over their clients, their, their knowledge or the language that we use. We, you know, we use big words that don't, aren't necessary, that are intimidating for people who don't know what they are and what they mean. And so what, what I found is that because of that, people, people are not so much afraid, although that does come up, afraid of going to see a lawyer, that they're concerned they're going to go and be made to feel like an idiot. Uh, and uh, really, those are the two main reasons that I see that people don't get legal advice. That's so interesting. I, I, I could see that. So let's flip it. Talk about why it's important for business owners to get legal advice for their well, business. 
Yeah, and and it's really because law is everywhere. Law law is like I like the analogy. Law is like electricity. You know, you you don't need uh, to know exactly how it works until it stops working for you. And and uh, you know, and 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 it's in in every part of our day, no matter what your political persuasion is, no matter what your you know what what type of business you're in, no matter no matter where you are in life, whether you're an employee or a, or a, a business owner. Law is everywhere. Law, law comes into everything. So you need to understand what it is that you're dealing with. Because if you don't understand what you're dealing with, how are you ever going to navigate the, um, the complex world that it is? And also, you know, I, I talked before about the cost and the fear uh, of, of going to a lawyer. The fear can be very much uh, taken away by empowering you with the knowledge about why people need certain legal aspects or what certain legal things mean so that you can understand it. So understanding the law is, 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 is in my view, is, is simply so important because of the fact that it's pervasive around everything that you do. And also you can teach yourself it. You can understand the law without a, a law degree. And, uh, and that makes people uh, feel better and more comfortable going and approaching a lawyer, lawyer and dealing with those matters when they know what they're talking about. And, it, and uh, you know, you had said earlier about they see it as a cost, not an investment, but it can be pretty costly to have to fix something that you could have prevented if you had talked to a lawyer, right? Absolutely. So one of my big frustrations with the law and why I came up with the concept of the life cycle in, in, um, in its entirety was this frustration I had with the law being reactive and people being reactive with the law rather than proactive. And it's like right. anything in life, Diane, if you're proactive and you prevent problems from arising, you end up saving a lot more money than it would cost you if you're, if you're just constantly reacting to problems. The problem is with that, as you would know, is that people don't see the cost of inaction until it actually happens to them. And by then yeah. it's too late. So I'm very, very passionate about business owners becoming more proactive with the law so that they do stop those problems. And, and there's so, such easy problems that they can stop from arising in their business if they just educate themselves and then get advice about what they need to do. Well, I, I love that about being proactive. I, I totally agree with you. And I and I totally agree that, that the law is pretty reactive. So what are some of those things? What are some of those common mistakes or misconceptions from mm. business owners, you know, when it comes to the law? I think probably, probably my favorite one that I see that the causes the biggest problem is where people think, I'll just do it and I'll ask for forgiveness later. Uh, you might, yeah, might have heard that. I, I think I think that's in many TV shows. I'll just do that and I'll and I'll ask for forgiveness later. The, the problem is that if you do that, then you you don't know what the consequences of that might be. You don't know what the the downside might be. And so people, for for instance, uh, you know, I, one of the one of the two main reasons why I, I came up with this concept, like the frustration that I felt, was a. a two gentlemen who went into a business partnership to develop a, a high-rise building here in, in um, Queensland, in Australia. And they didn't get legal advice, just set up their own structure, didn't talk to anyone about how that should be structured, didn't talk to anyone about any sort of agreement between them. And they had completely divergent views of which way they wanted to go and what they wanted to do with, the, with what they were doing. And it ended up losing a million dollars of other people's money and sending oh. them both bankrupt all because they didn't go and talk to a lawyer and get their structure set up properly and get an agreement done up, uh, which, which we would call a shareholders agreement or a partnership agreement or a joint venture agreement or something like that. 
where they actually define what they were doing. And if they had done that, they probably would have realized that they should never have gone into business together. And, uh, and, and so it's, it's that kind of thing where, and, and can I say that that's an extreme example. I, I talk about this, I've been around the world, pre-COVID, I traveled a lot to, to the US and the UK and talked about this. And this, this kind of thing happens all the time uh, where people just don't get that advice early on. It ends up costing them money and costing, you know, in this case, a million dollars of other people's money, all because they just didn't get advice at the beginning. And wow. And, and that was that, that for me, that was a real wake up call of we, yeah, we as a profession need to do better. That, yeah, no kidding. I mean, my goodness, that, I mean, when you say it, it, it it's, it's surprising, it's unfortunate, sort of surprising. And then you step and you go, yeah, you know, I could see people doing that. They get along, they think they are going to be able to solve any problem just by talking it through, but they haven't done anything to safeguard themselves against anything that could possibly happen that they're not thinking of at the time. That's right. Wow. Wow, that is crazy. Ugh. And, I, and I totally get it that that's sort of happening everywhere. So someone's listening and they're thinking to themselves, oh boy, you know what? Maybe I need to get a business lawyer. Are there things that they should look for? Like how do they choose a good lawyer? Mm, it's a it's a really good question and it's a it's really comes down to a lot of your gut feel but there's a few things that you can do to try and help that along you know, you, with any lawyer uh, especially in the business relationship you know, this is a this is a relationship that you want this is a relationship where you know, you want someone to help you throughout your business journey and i know for myself you know i don't practice law much anymore i i more focus on on spreading this word around the world uh, but i know as as a lawyer you know, I can help clients best when I can actually, uh, you know, be their trusted advisor and be in it for the long haul with them. So you want a lawyer who's got that in mind, a lawyer who is going to help you through the journey of your business, who's going to help you through the journey of life as well, because, you know, business and life are so intertwined together. So it's really around finding someone who who speaks plain English, I think is a, is a really important thing, uh, who is upfront with their costs. You know, we talked about the, the cost versus investment before. And, you know, the, one, of the, one, one of the other big frustrations I have with law is time costing. And lawyers go, oh, yeah, I charge $500 an hour and the, the fee might be between $5,000 and $10,000. And that just builds distrust by the client. You know, I had, when I was working as a corporate lawyer in the city, in, in Brisbane City, I should say, uh, you know, I, I was charging time and people would get on the phone and try and get off as quickly as they could because they knew that you were charging them by the six minute increment and you were encouraged to get the call the seven minutes so that you could charge them for a 12 minute increment. And so you want someone who's who's upfront about their pricing, who's confident in their pricing too, because you know, if they say, oh, it's going to cost between 5,000 and 10,000, that should be a red flag for you to say that maybe they don't know exactly what they're doing. So it's really around you know, someone who can, who, who's, who's in it for the long haul, who can speak plain English, and also someone who, who can be transparent about the pricing, because if they're transparent about the pricing, as I say, they'll have more confidence, or you should have more confidence in their ability to deliver the service, because they know what's involved. Yeah, I think that's so interesting that you say that, that, that if they're giving you a range, that's a, that can be a red flag that they don't really know. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have thought of it that way. Mm. So let's talk about this business legal life cycle. Yep. What is that? 
So um, it's a concept that I came up with. And as I said, uh, there was the one where um, a client lost a million dollars of other people's money and another one where a client almost lost $2 million of their own money. And I was sitting in my office one day and I was really, I was just frustrated. And at the time, my business coach and I were doing a bunch of, of work around uh, business cycles. And I, was, and, and I realized that there was a life cycle that businesses go through from the legal side of their business. So, you know, after a bit of, well, after, after a bit of going backwards and forwards and analyzing businesses that I'd acted for that did things well and ones that did things poorly, uh, I, I came up with this concept of the business legal life cycle, which is 13 phases of what business owners should do from the legal side of their business, when they should do it, and, uh, and, and then um, who they should speak to. And it's funny, Diane, when I first started in business my, and, and first got a business coach, my coach, who's still my coach to today, he said to me, you're going to write a book one day. And I laughed at him and said, what, what lawyer writes a book? And then um, when I came up with this concept uh, and this, these 13 phases, I was like, there's a, there's a book in that. And so I wrote the book. <laughs> I had to ring him up and admit that, I, that he was right along. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the life cycle is 13 phases of what you should do and when you should do it. It doesn't go into the, and, and the life cycle's goal isn't to go into all the nitty gritty of everything that you need to do. And the reason for that is that, you know, you said in the intro, and, and my goal is to help uh, all business owners around the world to um, get access to legal advice. And there's so many different legal systems and there's so many different permutations just in Australia, let alone the US or the UK, uh, that any, 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 any tool that I built that was going to do all of that was just going to take me yeah. 20 years to build. And the law would, would change significantly by then. So, right. So the life cycle is a very broad concept of telling people what they need to do and when, and it's a guide for them to help so that they can understand what they need to do and then teach them what that actually means and why they need to do it. So then they can go to their lawyer and they can be empowered with that knowledge so that they go, okay, I understand why I need to take this step now, or maybe I don't need to take this step now because I, uh, because I'm not there yet in the, in the cycle of my business. So the life cycle, uh, uh, as you, you can tell, is something that I'm very passionate about. I, I've, I, I see it work and uh, I've, I've done the, the analysis and partnered with lawyers in the US and the UK to, to make sure that what I have works in, in those countries as well and, and is right and, and it is. And so it's something that, that it gives a framework for the business owners to really understand what they need to do, when they need to do it, and re really build a great business that is protected. That's really great because that's the other thing that I think business owners don't realize is that your legal needs can change as your business grows or changes or, you know, as things happen in your business. And so you need to be aware of that because you, a lot of business owners can just miss those things. It's not that they don't think about legal advice. It's that they don't know what they don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It's that unconscious um, yeah. and being unconsciously unaware. Uh, and they, and, and so it's about empowering people so they know what to do so that they can then go and prevent these problems from occurring. Right, exactly. At this time, I'd like to take a sponsor break. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. And I'm sure you know that Audible.com has thousands of audiobook titles to choose from, but you might not know about the other content. There's podcasts, Audible Originals, guided meditations. Uh, my favorite thing is to be able to listen to different kinds of things all on the same platform. 
I think it's a time saver uh, and it's like a productivity uh, hack for me. I don't have to go jumping from one platform to another. Uh, so we're offering you a free trial. You can go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, sign up for that free trial, and then explore on your own. You know, check out the audiobooks, check out the other programs, see what really, you know, resonates with you. Interested in getting some help with your sales strategy? Pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. So do you think the lawyer should be playing a... Um, how do I want to ask this question? Like uh, a deeper role with their clients? Like, you know, are there ways that lawyers can help their clients get better results in their business? Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, part of my plan around this is, is for lawyers to use this with their clients. Uh, because I think that lawyers do need to have a, a deeper relationship with their clients. I, I think especially their business clients because so much changes in business, you know, like I've, I've been in business for 10 years and, you know, I, you know, people have been in business for much longer than that. Things change all the time. And, you know, having that lifelong relationship, having that, that, that time to get to know someone means that you can give better advice as you go along. If you're constantly having to go to a new lawyer for every single thing that you do, then you are going to really struggle to get uh, advice in a timely way and and really in a consistent way as well. So, you know, for any lawyers or attorneys listening to this, you know, this is about helping you help your clients. This is about you you providing a system for your clients so that you can build that lifelong relationship, which is great for you because repeat work from an existing client is better than, than right. um, getting a new client. But right. you actually and you actually get to help people as well, and you actually get to help them to, to uh, reduce the risks in their business. So yeah, it's definitely something that you know, I encourage lawyers and attorneys that I meet with all over the world to, to really think about how can they, how can they build that relationship with the client and really help them throughout their business journey. Okay. So you just brought up something that that's interesting for me about, you know, the having to go from one attorney to another is probably not like the best thing, but there are, it seems to me that the, in the legal field, because there is so much to it on the business side of things, that there are a lot of specializations like IP, you know, just to name one. So how, you know, is it really possible to avoid, is that like when you go to like a, a business legal firm where they have all of those different specialties? Yes. I think when you, when you need that kind of specialist advice and you would go to a, a bigger firm that has all, that, all of those, those parts. What I would say too, though, is that if you have a general business lawyer and, and I'm a general business lawyer as well, if there's something that I don't know as a, as a lawyer, then rather than just trying to figure it out myself, I'd always you know, bring in someone as that advisor to help with that specialist area. So you, know, you can still have the relationship and that lawyer can still help you by helping you connect you with a lawyer and bring that lawyer up to speed with what you need. Uh, you know, it's, it's like with anything, it's like, it's like, you know, whether you have a coach or an accountant or anything, you know, they don't know everything, but you have that long-term relationship with, with them and they can help you to build through other, to, to other people and really avoid having to give a whole explanation going forward of what, what you're trying to achieve. And then that sounds to me like then they could help you navigate that whole thing too. Like they exactly. would still, you would still want them involved. 
Yeah, that's right. And the, look, there are plenty of great specialist lawyers out there, and there are some things that require that special advice. Yeah. Uh, not everything does, though. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 really, they're there for the big disputes or the big, you know, big questions. And uh, you know, and they also need. They'll have clients that come to them who might need other advice, and so they need to be able to have a trusted relationship with another lawyer right. attorney. To, yeah. to be able to help them in that at that stage too. Otherwise they lose the client too. So it's all a symbiosis. Um, you know, and, and as long as you've got that abundant mindset rather than the closed mindset, you can really help more people. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, totally. It, it takes a village, so to speak. So, um, so let's talk about um, why it's important for business owners to have a plan for the future and what, does that look like? Like what's included in that yeah. plan for a future for the business? I think, I think, you know, it's always important to have a plan for what you're doing. And part of the life cycle is about, okay, you, you know, you might be in one of the 13 phases and it helps you to understand what you need to do to prepare for the next phase. And, uh, and why that's important is that you know, life is constantly changing. Uh, and if you, if you're not growing, uh, you know, Tony Robbins talks about, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. And I think that's true for business. If, if your business isn't growing, then it's then it's dying. And so you always need to be looking for the future of what that entails. And, you know, we do it, we're recording this at the end of 2021. You know, the world's just been through a tumultuous couple of years. And um, I know that the businesses that planned well, no, no one planned for COVID, no. uh, but because they had the skill of planning, they were able to navigate a lot better through. So you never know what's going to happen. And I think that it becomes very, very important when you don't know uh, what's going to happen to have a skill of planning so that when the, the you know the next thing happens whatever that might be <laughs> that you're ready to to hit the ground running and, and go forward uh, and because otherwise uh, you, you're just aimless and you're just heading off in any direction and and you don't have that clarity of where you're going I love that phrase the skill of planning I've never heard that before that's really great Mm. Well, I saw that, uh, you know, I, I, my business coach, I actually work with now, I'm doing some consulting work with him. And when COVID hit in Australia in um, March, April last year, the businesses that had done the hard yards of, of building the skill of planning got through it so much easier, easier than the ones that didn't. Uh, they, were, they, they felt like they were, they were well behind the eight ball because I'm panicking sure. to try and figure out what to do. Yeah, and then you're trying to figure it out in a stressful sometimes panicky situation where your brain doesn't work well then anyway so right. right we so, call it yeah. the crocodile brain here in australia but it's probably the alligator brain in, in America. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly right yeah i think that's really really valuable and um and it really does mean looking at every aspect of your business and making sure that you are getting you know the right advice, the right input, feedback, you know, whatever all those things mm. are. Let's see, I have one more question for you. Um, so having said all of this, uh, what would you say is the number one mistake that business owners make in their businesses? Is, is there one that really shines through? Yeah, it's, it's really around uh, not thinking through with the end in mind. Uh, yeah, um, you'd be familiar, Diane, with um, Stephen Covey's uh -huh. seven of highly effective people. And one of them, I think it's habit number two, is to um, start with the end in mind. Yeah. Uh, I actually find that, uh, and, and in my, especially my consulting work, but my 
dealing with business owners is that people actually find that scary. They think, oh, I don't want to think about the end. That's so far in the future. So I actually, I actually change that when I, when I talk to people and say it's starting with an end in mind. So it's having some sort of end in mind and knowing that that might change. If you had told me 10 years ago that I would have written a book and, you know, when I first started yeah. my law firm, that I would have written a book and I'd be uh, talking on podcasts and going around the world, I probably would have laughed at you, right? <laughs> um, but my goals, my goals and, and where I wanted to go in life changed. And people need to embrace the fact that things might change, but yeah. you need to have you need to have some some um, direction to go. I think I think the um, the stats and I may be wrong about this, but the Apollo Eleven when it was on its way to the moon was on course something like two to three percent of the time, but they knew where they were going, so they were constantly able to adjust to bring themselves back to to the um, the right pathway to get to the moon. And uh, I, I see that very analogous with business. You know, you have your end goal in mind. And you, you, you might choose to go left and maybe you should have gone right or you, maybe you shouldn't have gone as left or right as you wanted to go. And you've just got to constantly realign back to that metric. So it's have a plan, have some idea about where you're going and then revisit that on a regular basis to make sure that you're aligned with, with what you're doing. Yeah, I love that. I think that that is so very important because you really do have to be flexible. Like, you know, it, what I say to small business owners is, okay, we're going to create a strategy. Nothing's in, in concrete. Concrete just doesn't exist, but we have to start somewhere. And then we're going to monitor it mm. to make sure that it's going to the place that we want to go. And if it's not, then we can make adjustments, but we don't want to get too far down the road and realize we took the wrong road and now we are lost. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. Wow. So Jeremy, I love this information. I love this whole concept of, of this business legal life cycle. And, and I'm so glad that, you know, you, you wrote the book and, and are doing this sort of work. Will you share with the listeners how they can find you, how they can, you know, get um, the, the, all this information? Yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me on too. Um, I, I really, I really enjoy podcasts and I really enjoy uh, talking because I, I know that I'm talking really to business owners. So thank you for the opportunity. Uh, there's two, two main ways. I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, so if, if listeners go to LinkedIn and search for my name, Jeremy Stretton, and just check the show notes of the spelling of my last name, I'm the only one with that name that I've at least active on, on the internet. Um, so you'll find me pretty, pretty easily on LinkedIn. Um, but also uh, we've done up a page, uh, businesslegallifecycle.com slash AYBG for Accelerate Your Business Growth. Uh, to AYBG. And if the listeners go there, uh, one of the, the aspects of our, of our um, tools that we have for business owners is a test that actually lets you figure out where you are in the life cycle and what you're missing from your business in a legal, from a legal perspective and helps you plan for the future. We normally charge $97 for that, uh, but as a thank you for having me on, uh, there's a code there, you can do it for 50% off. And it's about $1,000 like of legal value. So if you go to a, a lawyer or an attorney, they're gonna charge you about $1,000 to, to get this <laughs> picture of your business. And, uh, and listeners can get that for $50 if, they, if, they, if they're interested in it. And there'll also be some great free resources. Uh, yeah, we, we provide a lot of content on there as well. Uh, if if um, the listeners wanna go in and check out uh, your answers to their questions, there's you know, well over 500 pages of, of answers to questions that, that business owners ask in a very straightforward and um, straightforward and, and plain English way so that they can understand what they need to do. 
as well. I love that plain English. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. And and that's, and and I will say that's Australian English, but it's very very similar. Uh, yeah. yeah. The main the, the main changes is you you use some Z's or Z's as you call them, and we use S's. So uh, I'm, I'm sure the listeners will will be able to understand the difference. <laughs> They'll just think you spelled it wrong. That's all. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll let them think that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jeremy, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it. I think you're doing some great work. Thanks so much, Diane. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast.